This is Politics for the Soul. I'm Bill Hackett. And I'm Elaine Hurd. And Elaine, we have an interesting topic today. Uh, It's disinformation campaign, uh, particularly the Russian disinformation campaign, but it it applies uh, globally. It applies to us in the United States. And, uh, you know, what we're seeing is Russian propaganda efforts, and they're very good at um, sort of taking over social media, taking over media in general, and putting out false information about what's happening. So right now we see their propaganda machine in action in the Soviet Union, in Russia, uh, basically uh, calling out Ukraine, saying Ukraine is the aggressor, Ukraine has attacked Russia, Ukraine is the big threat. And they really have convinced uh, a great uh, percentage of the Russian population that this is so. And it's particularly those folks who are older or middle-aged who rely on Russian state television. But they've done um, a job on this throughout, um, you know, uh, I'm a little stuck here. I don't want to say throughout civilization, but basically they've controlled media for 20 years or so. And we saw it in our elections and we see how they uh, place ads on uh, social media platforms and they have bots and they attack people. So um, the question is this disinformation campaign. Um, They seem, though, with respect to Ukraine, to now be losing this battle with the world. I think they have lost it with the world because we, we can see it on tape. We see videos of people being attacked. We see the children's hospital bombed. We see people dead in the street. And so the world can see those videos. So Elaine, what, what, are, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, what do you think that the Russian people are seeing? Do you think that the truth is getting through to them? Do you think Russia is masterful about this? What are your thoughts? Well, first off, we don't know exactly what's going on in Russia. Uh, We have what's being reported to us. And since a lot of people are not reporting from inside Russia to the outside world because of the draconian penalties, if you do say anything that the regime doesn't like, we don't really know what's going on in Russia. But what you can see is that Russia is attempting and has partially been successful, if not more or less successful, at creating an alternative reality in Russia as regards the Ukrainian war. They have not only put out an enormous amount of state-sponsored information, but they have shut down the free press. And they have put out new laws that say, if you so much as refer to this as a war, you'll be in prison for 15 years. It's interesting also that they have established a symbol called the Z, in order to rev everyone up. And that's something that people are just now starting to notice is that the state has sponsored a symbol to get people excited. And they're using colors that are reminiscent of past victories in Russia. So if you see the letter Z on tanks or on businesses, or on, and they, apparently they're on billboards in Russia and, and the children are being indoctrinated on um, the letter Z, that means 
something and people are assuming it means victory over Ukraine or yay Russia or whatever it is. But it's interesting that they developed a symbol. You could say it could be compared to uh, the Nazi symbol or the peace sign that we use in the West. Um, the Russians and the Chinese and our enemies, the enemies of the West, have taken propaganda and they have exported it and they have meddled in all kinds of activities in the West. And they wanna destabilize our societies. They wanna destabilize our democracies. And I'll give you a couple of examples. They have been very effective in having the people question the validity of climate change so that we keep on the path of destroying our climate so that there will be a path of no return. That has been also driven by uh, the disinformation, many disinformation campaigns. Uh, Brexit was a disinformation ca campaign by the Russians. There's a lot of dirty money in London. It's very interesting um, watching that government that's been awash in dirty Russian money. Brexit was also driven by a disinformation campaign in Great Britain from outside of the country. And that was one way to dis dislodge Britain from the EU in order to create a weakness. We saw it in the pandemic. There were YouTube channels uh, in the United States that uh, showed vaccines were terrible, but to the friends of Russia, the friends of China, vaccines were great. Bad in the West, wonderful in other, other nations. They did a very effective job at upsetting people and making sure that they weren't getting themselves safe. That was also to cost us a great deal of pain and suffering in this nation. It was very effective. And of course, there's very well documented that they meddled in the 2016 presidential race for all the carrying on about um, Joe Biden and the Donald Trump race. Have we ever gone back and revisited whether that race was stolen from the Democrats by Donald Trump and the Russians? And that is well-documented. So my question is, when are we going to wake up? When are Thank the American you. people going to start saying, I I'm, I'm not going to listen to this anymore? Yes. Thank you for that. I mean, when are we going to wake up? And also, when are we going to go on the attack? We need to um, use truth and attack them and hack into their systems and and put the truth out there. And right now, it's it, it's organizations like Anonymous and other uh, hacker type people across the world. And I'm going to now label people have all different views about Anonymous. So, But I'm just going to say there are a whole bunch of what I would call white knights out there that are that are trying to get information to Russians and trying to get the truth to them, particularly about Ukraine, and the fact that this is a horrific um, uh, crimes against humanity event that is happening in Ukraine. So I'm all for the hackers of the world hacking into Russia, putting tapes on Russian state television, doing whatever they have to do to counter this disinformation. And, you know, we call it disinformation. Let's call it what it is, lies. The Russian government lies. The Russian government is murdering and slaughtering people in Ukraine. The Russian government has been responsible for assassinating people across the globe, and particularly Putin. So let's call it what it is. And so, yes, I know we're politics for the soul and we're spiritual, but we have to first look and call 
call it what it is. And so what do we do? I, I don't understand that we have all of these resources. We have Google, we have Facebook, we have some of the best and leading experts on cyber in the world in the United States. So I know that they are probably all working and there's probably a lot we're not supposed to know and are, are they're not going to make public. But I think we really need to go on the offensive. And, you know, right now, one of the things we're doing, which I think is brilliant, is we are sanctioning the heck out of Russia and Putin and the oligarchs. And we need to keep doing that. And we need to seize their yachts sell them and give the money to the Ukrainians. And you know what we should do? We should take half of the money and use it for humanitarian goods. And the other half, we should spend on Stinger missiles and use them against the Russian forces. And, you know, I, I think that the world needs to wake up to these attacks. And, you know, Putin keeps threatening and saying, well, you know, if you do this, this, I consider this an attack. Well, you know what? I consider his interference in our elections an attack on the United States. Now, well, it I'm was not a, saying it was. Yeah. It, was yeah. a, it was an attack on our democracy. So you've just described what what is what we should do as regards Russia when we don't really know what is going on in the cyber war. We don't know what the United States is doing in the in the various groups. I want to bring it back to the United States. And I want to talk about the disinformation campaign that seeps all through our society and how we can counteract that. You know, there's an old adage saying garbage in, garbage out. And that means we need to be selective about what it is that we take into our consciousness and what it is that we put into our minds and into our hearts. So while we can worry about Ukraine specifically and the propaganda war in, in Russia. What about the propaganda war here? And how do we as individuals counteract that? And I have you know, some thoughts about this because the first thing to do is to recognize what they're doing. Conspiracy theories is a favorite tool of the autocratic societies. If you believe in a conspiracy, then you have lost trust in an institution and trust in the government. And it is a massive manipulation. And too many of our citizens have been falling for it. And I will point to QAnon, which is a delusional propaganda machine that so many people have fallen for. Well, what is it that's in their souls or the consciousness of anybody listening to us today that says, this is what I believe, or gee, maybe there's something there. Well, wow, they wouldn't be saying it unless it will, is true. Well, guess what? They are saying it in order to manipulate you. So what does your soul say when you hear something and you say, is this the truth? Why would this matter if it is not the truth? And again, when are we going to quit our laziness and allowing ourselves to be spoon-fed nonsense in order to be part of an agenda of someone else? Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, I think one of the problems is that people spend far too much time on social media. They spend far too much time on Facebook and uh, and these other uh, outlets instead of maybe picking up a newspaper like the New York Times and reading some articles or reading it online. I guess I'm a little old fashioned, but I still like that newspaper. But read it online, subscribe, 
read, study, go to a library and look up a couple things. You know, it doesn't take a lot of time. How about even just watching sort of a generic recap of the news each day? You know, ABC News recap each day. They show it a couple times. Watch for a half hour and see what's happening in the world. And you're right, falling for these conspiracy theories like QAnon, you know, you and I and, and 90 five percent of america just roll our eyes and say you know it's idiocy but these individuals who fall for this kind of thing it's, it's really sad there are a lot of people in the united states that deny that the holocaust ever happened what my problem is what is wrong with people you know we we, we need to really work and educate people and we need people to you know spend a little time learn a little something and and i think you know one of the things that i see in the united states is Again, this this emphasis on, like you mentioned, conspiracy theories. There's a conspiracy theory that everything's a conspiracy. Well, no, it isn't. No, it isn't. You know what? Why don't you start to look for the good? And why don't you start to celebrate the good? And, you know, like we look right now, we have a president right now, whether you're a Democrat or Republican, declined a state, whatever you are, you know, we have a president who's leading us and leading the world really against evil. And it's time to, you know, to, to stop criticizing. That doesn't mean you can't, you can't question, but stop criticizing every little thing and say, you know what, I support the, the side of good. We have, we have U.S. House of Representative members, um, the Republicans, that basically are calling the president of Ukraine a thug. And they're, they, you know, you just you, you think they've fallen for this. And, and Tucker Carlson has uh, said pro-Putin and anti-Ukrainian uh, things. And and they broadcast that table all over Russia saying, see, this is what Americans think, too. We you know, this is this is their newscaster. So I, I think we really we, we need to start to go back to the truth in broadcasting. And, and uh, you know, I, I'm dismayed that, quite frankly, and, 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 I, and I don't mean to say it this way. We have wonderful people in the United States. Most people are wonderful and they're gracious and they're loving. But let's, let's just all face it. We have a lot of stupid people. And, you know, and I don't know what the solution is other than to say it's education. So I'll, I'll toss it back to you, Elaine. What, 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 do you have further thoughts on this? Well, I'd like to conclude, Bill, with just that people need to take responsibility for what they consume. And they need to draw into their minds and say, does this resonate with me to be truthful or not? And to turn away from that which is not truthful. And if you can't grasp it intellectually, you know within your heart what is right and what is wrong and what is truthful and what is not. And I'm going to bring it right back to the individual in order to understand what is the best way to move forward, we have to be knowledgeable about right and wrong and truth and disinformation and quit falling for this. So those are my final thoughts on it is individual responsibility. And that goes into what we consume and what we spit out garbage in garbage out. And if you want a real eye, eye opener, go read 1984 by George Orwell and say where and how and why am I buying into this? So those are my final thoughts on the topic, Bill. Yes. Well, uh, great topic. And uh, everyone, thank you for joining us uh, today. This is Politics for the Soul. I'm Bill Hackett. And I'm Elaine Hurd. And please pray for Ukraine. Please.